Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that You are listening to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick, weight loss coach. I specialize in helping busy mums lose weight with healthy eating and living. You're invited to sign up to my VIP area where I have all my free handouts and videos. Simply go to drorlina.com, that's Dr. O-R-L-E-N-A.com, and you will see the sign up and sign up there. Now on with today's show. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick. Today, I am super excited to welcome a guest to talk to us all about polycystic ovary disease. I will tell you about her in a moment. Before we get started, I have super exciting announcements. So, announcement number one is that through September and October, I am going to be doing some Facebook Lives, some teaching sessions for you all. And the idea is you come up live and chat to me. Well, we'll see if that works because I know timing can be a little bit difficult. So I am going to record these videos and I'm going to put them in the VIP area. So if you want to sign up to the VIP area, it's totally free. Now, I'm doing the first one in about half an hour. So this podcast won't be live until tomorrow. So you can catch the recording for that if you haven't seen it. Next week, we're going to be looking at Picky Eating 101. The week after that, how to get kids to try new foods, because I know lots of you are parents. Um, How to teach kids healthy eating habits, how to meal plan without going insane. And then moving on to adults, how to lose weight whilst cooking for your family. And lastly, feeding toddlers. So all the children and family stuff and one which is going to be about weight loss. If you want to sign up to that, if you're already on my list, I will tell you about when they're going to be. If you want to sign up and have a look and see what time they're going to be, the URL is drorlena, that's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com forward slash videos. Super exciting announcement number two, drum roll please, I'm a little bit nervous and scared about this, is that I am starting a new meal planning service called my kitchen miracles now i will tell you about it on the videos but i'll tell you a little bit about it now or i tell you what i'll do now is i will tell you how to find it it's drolina.com forward slash my kitchen miracles with a hyphen in between all of those and you can sign up for a free month's trial to see if you like it and if not then you can just walk away without having paid anything so there's a page there which shows you all about it and i will also send you a little video about it if you're on my email list. So, super exciting announcements over and done with. Let's talk about today's show, polycystic ovary syndrome, which is super, super common. And I have a lovely lady called Jamie Berman, who is coming to talk to us. And she is a polycystic ovary syndrome coach. So that's what she specializes in. And she's going to tell us all about her personal journey and 
how to help people with polycystic ovary syndrome. So welcome, Jamie. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous. I am super excited to welcome Jamie Berman. Jamie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I love your podcast. Thank you. So today we are talking about polycystic ovary syndrome, which is very common, I think, or more common than people realize. Can you start off by telling us exactly what polycystic ovary syndrome is, please? Yes. So it is a very common hormonal disorder for women. It's actually the most common. It's an endocrine disorder um, that affects between six to 10% of women childbearing age. So a lot of women have it and the symptoms are all over the place. (laughs) So it's often misdiagnosed, but, um, yeah, polycystic ovarian syndrome. And it's, it's basically just an endocrine disorder. Do you want to tell us, I love hormones and I love how complicated (laughs) they are and how they all do just sort of, um, how can I say this? They all affect each other. They all have knock-on effects. So do you want to quickly tell us a little bit about the hormone imbalances that we see and particularly why we see, I mean, perhaps we need to talk a little bit about the symptoms, but we do see those male hormone traits coming out in polycystic ovary syndrome. Yes. So two of the um, the hormones that tend to be imbalanced when it comes to PCOS is one is excess androgens. So that means increased testosterone for women. And some of the side effects that you get from having increased androgens are hirsutism. So that is hair growth on the face, hair growth on the body, kind of the areas where we would see men growing hair, but women tend to grow them in that area, as well as, um, you know, male pattern balding. So it's losing the hair on your head and then (laughs) gaining it on your body, which so much fun. (laughs) And then it can also affect fertility, um, irregular periods can cause cystic acne. So that is one area that it affects, but also another hormone that's associated with PCOS is insulin. And many women who have PCOS have insulin resistance. So what that does is basically your body is not able to metabolize glucose in the same way as maybe someone who doesn't have it. And some of the side effects of that are um, weight gain, rapid weight gain, a hard time losing weight if you're not eating the right diet for your body and for your hormones. Um, You'll see excess belly fat, uh, depression and mood swings, and then uh, it's kind of like symptoms of hypoglycemia. So feeling like you're hungry more often than your body really needs and uh, headaches, cravings, all that. (laughs) And so insulin resistance, or I think before we get to insulin resistance in the general population, we have too high insulin. And that's really really common in the population and a lot of it is undiagnosed, undiagnosed. So which comes first? Is it the insulin resistance causing the PCOS or is it the other way around? Or do we just not know at the moment? We don't know. And there's different studies that say different things. And there's really a lack of research around PCOS. So there's just not enough information. And I've seen studies saying both, but I think in general, we're not really sure what the root of it is. Um, 
a lot of people just say genetic factors and, you know, and environmental factors. So yeah, <laughs> like, is, I'm not sure what came first. But this is one thing that I totally love about medical research is it is really difficult to interpret and you really have to have that overall look about, you yeah. know, there is one study that says this and there's another study that says this. And even when we talk to medical experts, you still have to have that idea in your brain because one medical expert will be thinking one way and another medical expert will be thinking another way. So I love that you give an overall picture because I think it's something that lots of people struggle with. So yes, now a slightly personal question. Why and how did you get into polycystic ovary syndrome and and helping other women? Yeah, so I started seeing symptoms when I was probably like 11 or 12. And the symptom that really started for me was weight gain. So I literally went from like, little thin girl to like, I probably gained like 50 pounds in what felt like overnight. And I was just like, what's going on? Oh my gosh. And I'm the oldest of five siblings. And I was eating the same way as them. I, you know, wasn't overeating or anything like that. And I was just gaining weight and gaining weight and gaining weight. So I was like, what is happening? There is something going on here. There's something wrong with me. And then of course, more symptoms started showing up. I started getting hair growth on my chin, started getting acne and my dermatologist just could not figure out what to do. She gave me every medication. I tried every cream and nothing was helping it. So she actually was the one who sent me to an endocrinologist and said, I think there's some hormonal stuff going on. And it wasn't until I was in my twenties that I was actually diagnosed until then. I just thought, what the heck is wrong with me? Goodness, <laughs> and that's so- a really long time. It really was. And it really is often like it's very underdiagnosed just because the symptoms are all over the place. So, um, yeah, so I was actually quite relieved when I was diagnosed because I'm like, oh, okay, there's some answers here. That's why all of this is going on. Um, And since that time, when I started, you know, figuring out what was going on, that's when I decided to really dive in and do some research and understand what was going on with my hormones. Because up until then, I was just trying diet after diet after diet. And I would see other people having amazing results, and it would do nothing for me. So I just thought, what is going on? So I understood then that it was more of a hormone thing. And I had to really understand what was going on in my body so that I could fix it. And once I kind of discovered that and began to lose the weight and like began to reverse my symptoms and weight loss is the first thing that doctors will typically tell you to do with PCOS because it can really help to balance out all the other hormones, right? Because insulin resistance is kind of at the root of it. So once you actually balance your insulin and everything, it balances the other hormones and you'll see your symptoms going way, you know, just reversing and, and, I, I felt like a different person. <laughs> so goodness. And, and for you, it was really at that really sensitive time in your development and going through your whole teenage years with that must have been really quite yeah. traumatizing for you. It totally was. And it, I really developed this torturous relationship with my body. And you see it a lot with women with PCOS because it's like the things that, you know, seem to be working for everyone else. It's like, what's wrong with me? Is there something going on? It's just, it feels very confusing and it feels like you're putting all this energy and effort into it and nothing's working. So it, I really developed a, a very negative relationship with my body. And I actually have done a lot of work on that. Um, I had hired a body image coach to help me. And, and once I 
did come to a place where I, I understood more what was going on, but also worked with my thoughts around my body and everything. It actually really helped me to get on a healthier journey. Cause as you know, it's really hard to, um, you know, lose weight and to be your healthiest version of yourself when you're constantly just beating yourself up and being hard on yourself. So I think having a positive body image really affects your health. Yes, totally. I totally agree with that. And so how old were you when you really got on top of this? Tell us about the the transformation that you had. Yeah, so it's so interesting because so I think I was in my early 20s when I got diagnosed and I still didn't understand it at all and through that time I had been given some like weight loss pills from the doctor and I was just trying to take all these prescriptions and things. So I was trying to figure it out and still things weren't working very well. So, um, and I was having all these side effects from the medications. So I was like, this is not the route I want to go. It's not really helping, um, at least for me. Right. And so I decided that I wanted to study holistic health. And that was in maybe my mid twenties or late twenties that I went back to school, um, and, you know, became, came a health coach. But here's what's funny is I started to understand it, but then I started wondering, okay, I know what to do, but why can't I do it, right? I know what's healthy, but why can't I stay on it? So that's what uh, really drove me to get into life coaching and to understand psychology and mindset because I was so intrigued by like, I know all the right things to do, but I'm not doing them. I'm still overweight. And I was, you know, a certified holistic health coach at that point. So that's where I dove into mindset. And when I started working on that, that's when things shifted. And I lost like 40 pounds in a year because I was like, okay, I know what to do. But I also know what was getting in the way of it and like how I was thinking about it. So it's been a journey. (laughs) Fabulous, but a really exciting journey. (laughs) Totally. Like looking back, I mean, (laughs) right? Like when you're going through it, it doesn't feel that exciting. But looking back, I'm so grateful for it because now I get to help other women. And that, as you know, is just the best thing ever. Fabulous. So what do you think is the most important thing for women who have PCOS to do to lose weight? Yeah. So really at the root of it, and the reason that so many women with PCOS struggle with their weight is because of insulin resistance. So your body's not processing glucose properly. So the most important thing is it's not about like cutting all your calories. It's not about counting points or anything like that. The most important thing you can do is reduce insulin levels in the blood. So it's about getting on a diet that fuels your body and fuels your hormones. So cutting carbohydrates is super important and helpful, at least processed carbohydrates in the form of like flour and sugar. Getting rid of that can make a massive difference. If you do nothing else, that alone can really change things. Um, so that's one thing. And just really focusing on fuel foods, similar to you, where you you talk a lot about the Mediterranean diet. It's like, that's great. Eating really great, healthy fats, olive oil, avocado, nuts, and seeds, and focusing on um, adding more fat into your diet, reducing carbs, and really focusing on if you know getting your carbohydrates from vegetables. Vegetables. I love vegetables. 
<laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm all about the vegetables. And I really, I hear this message a lot. And I totally, totally agree with this message of no flour and no sugar. And I think, yeah. you know, not just people who have polycystic ovary syndrome, but so many people can benefit from that. But I also like to say, and eat vegetables, because I think people, when they say cut out flour and sugar, they kind of are left with, well, what do I eat then? And if you yeah. say add in vegetables, and if you're eating vegetables, if and then you're just by nature not eating the flour and sugar. And the other yeah. thing I think about vegetables is people don't really understand that they aren't eating enough of them and that you can eat so many vegetables. And oh my gosh, <laughs> they're like, they're like free calories. And I don't talk about calories, but you know, I don't think there's really anywhere that says, oh, you know, hold on on those vegetables because they're not healthy for you. So my big message is it's all about the vegetables. I love vegetables. Yes, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> and like, if you would have told me that maybe, you know, five, 10 years ago, I'd have been like, oh, vegetables. But here's what I have to say. And this is what I teach my my clients is once you start eating them, you'll start craving them and you'll start loving them. And I always say, go to the farmer's market, try new yeah. vegetables, try a variety. You got to get yourself into them. And once you do, and you learn how to just cook them and it's, it's very easy, right? Yeah. You'll start to love vegetables and you'll start to feel amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I think the other key to that as well is when you cut out your flour and your sugar and all those processed foods, which, and it's not just the flour and the sugar, because in those processed foods, you've got added sugar and added salt and all of those things. Yes. And once you cut those out, you actually retrain your body and your taste buds. Apparently, your taste buds regenerate every two weeks. And Really? When, yeah, apparently. So when you do that, the natural flavors of the vegetables come out and you stop. The other thing about um, flowers is they have things like gluteomorphs, which are addictive beyond yeah. just the sugar rush. So you get rid of all of those and then you start tasting the fruit and the vegetables and you go, oh my goodness, they actually do have flavor. But when yes. you're in this diet of, you know, high carbs and high sugars and high flours, you don't taste the vegetables because you're comparing them to these things that have sugar and salt and you just can't right. compare them. Yeah. I call it false pleasure, right? Yeah, <laughs> sugar exactly. and flour and all that. It's false pleasure. It's like we think we're getting pleasure, but we're not really. So we have to readjust our taste buds, right? Yes. And think about yeah. nice, natural, healthy things like herbs and spices, which which aren't sugar. Yes. So Couldn't agree more. Tell me a little bit more about mindset. Tell me why you think that mindset is the most important thing when it comes to losing weight. Yeah. Well, our thoughts really create our results. So if we are thinking it's impossible for me to lose weight or it's harder for me to lose weight or, um, you know, I haven't been able to lose weight in the past. Well, we're going to feel probably pretty defeated, pretty bummed out. And when we feel bummed out, right, our feelings are what drive our actions or our inactions. And when we feel defeated, we're not going to go all in. We're not going to really show up and do the hard work that's necessary to make changes in our lives. And then, of course, that results in us proving our thought that it's harder for us or that it's yeah, impossible. Yeah, we're going to go eat some cake. <laughs> 
So we really have to look at what we're thinking that's creating the results in our lives. If we're telling ourselves it's super hard, we're going to make it hard for ourselves. It's like, what if we could be open to the idea that it could be easy or that, you know, um, there's a new and different way to do things. You don't have to do it the way you did it in the past because that obviously didn't work. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think just really getting in and looking at what you are thinking, what you're telling yourself, what you're telling yourself about your abilities and your body. It's everything. And I know it was for me. I mean, because before doing the mindset work, I was always feeling defeated. I always thought there's right that story. There's something wrong with me. And it came from, you know, my childhood of having PCOS and not understanding what was going on. I really thought there was something wrong with me, but that thought carried with me through my life. And it was just kind of like this unconscious thought that, um, lingered on and it was not serving me. So I had to really look at that and shift it in order to say, Hey, wait, maybe there's nothing wrong with me. Maybe I just have like some imbalanced hormones that I need to address here. (laughs) Absolutely. And, and for other people as well, who don't have imbalanced hormones. Yes. It's just being human. And I think we really beat ourselves up about, you know, I've got this habit of I do this every single day. And those habits can be difficult to change. And we find ourselves doing that habit again. And then we start beating ourselves up and going, oh, my goodness, I'm not perfect. I didn't do this. Whereas, actually, it's just the way our bodies are designed. It's the way our brains are designed. And it's just being human. And I think that's one of the keys that people miss. We have such high expectations of ourselves And we don't have that compassion to go, okay, I just, I didn't do the thing I wanted to do, but next time I will. (laughs) Yes, totally. And I think a big part of mindset that I love to teach is like not taking who you've been in the past and making that who you are. It's like going more future focused of who do I want to become? What's the new identity that I want to create for myself? right? It's so powerful when it comes to becoming, maybe the new identity is becoming the healthiest version of yourself. You don't have to take your past and bring it into your present. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And let me ask you another personal question. When you were going through this transformation, when you were doing all that mindset work, did you find it easy? You know, it felt, I mean, both easy and hard, right? Because you have to show up and do the mindset work every day. And it's not always easy to look at your thoughts and be like, wow, this is what's creating the results. It's not always easy to change it like that. But I was really committed because it was working. So I was like very, so it was easy in the way that I was relieved that there was something that was finally really helping me. So I was super committed to it. But is it easy? No, you have to show up for it every day, just like anything else, you know, and you have to really, you you have to question some things. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) totally. So it's, it's like, it was, it was, um, you know, I, I really had to show up for it and commit to it. And I was so relieved when I found it. (laughs) Fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah. And okay, do you have any last points or questions that you would like to tell people who have polycystic ovary syndrome? Yeah, I think I would just want to really let you know that there is hope. I know it can be so frustrating and so challenging when you're going through it. And I've been there with all the symptoms, whether it's infertility that you're struggling with, whether it's your weight or depression, right? There is a light at the end of the tunnel. And I just really want to encourage you to really start making changes on 
both on like physical level and mental level, right? To get, if you want help mentally, that you go seek it and you go get someone to help you. Or if you want help with nutrition, you know, really make that a priority in your life because it, it's, it's a ripple effect. It changes everything, right? When you change your nutrition, it changes how you feel and how you show up to life. So um, don't wait. That's my encouragement. <laughs> Fabulous. Now is the moment. And where can people find more about you? And do you have, do you just work with clients one-on-one or do you have a, yeah. a group program? I do one-on-one and um, they can find me at the PCOScoach.com. I'm also on social media everywhere at the PCOS coach. Um, I do lots of lives and things like that. So Fabulous. I will leave links in the show notes as well. Thank you so much. Yes, it was so fun. Thank you so much for having me and for the work you're doing. It's so important. (laughs) Thank you. It's a pleasure. So there you go. Everything you need to know about polycystic ovary syndrome. Thank you so much, Jamie. Remember, if you want to find out more and connect with Jamie, her website is thepcoscoach.com. And I have left a link in the show notes. So if you're watching from my site, you can just click and and find them out. Now, remember to sign up for the videos. Remember to come and try out my kitchen miracles and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. You are welcome to sign up for my VIP area, which you'll find at drorlena.com. That's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A.com. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could share it with one of your friends. Perhaps you have a busy mother friend who is struggling with weight loss and healthy living and everything that I talk about. So please feel free to share it with her. And if you are really keen, I would really love a review on iTunes. Now, I know it's a little bit difficult to do, but if you did, it would really help me get my podcast seen by other people. Thank you so much and see you, hear you, chat to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.